Luther. I intend to live forever. How dare you show your face here? Uh, faces. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at that, you idiot! A lot of story there, a lot of lore. Uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing, I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, episode 81, the show that never ends early, nor is it ever late. It ends exactly when it means to. Each episode, we'll check in, have some laughs, and talk all about the lore of Warcraft, one or two topics at a time. And my name is Jin, the one who definitely never ends early. And today, I'm joined by someone that may have asked the question, is that it, at least once in their life? It's Allie. What's up? How you doing, Allie? So you didn't read wow. that joke ahead of time. That's a... That's an intro. <laughs> you know, sometimes I try not to because I feel like it's better to have the live reaction. Right, right. Yeah. For the show. So that's a, uh, ooh, I'm not going to address that one. Uh, hi. <laughs> There's a Gandalf reference. What are you talking about? Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gandalf. Uh, what have I been up to? Uh, I've been popping bubbles in Thaldrassus and Valdraken. Bubbles. Grr. <laughs> they make popping those brew bubbles make me so happy uh but yeah i've been doing a lot of corn dire brew runs because i still need the kodo i have the ram i need the kodo still oh i was like wait oh, okay the kodo oh, that makes sense yeah i i did get uh i got the saddle for my, my dragon mount so that's cool got a little keg back there and everything mm-hmm. yeah nice nice so, Got that. Um, and I've been doing it like all my alts. So occasionally I'll actually like do a couple of world quests and alts and try to get them a little bit of gear or whatnot. So, mm-hmm. you know, chilling, mostly chilling. Hopefully some time walking this week. And yeah, that's about it really. Wow. Just chilling, doing some time surges. Time Times? riffs, not time surges. Time surges. You did time doing, riffs and dream I'm, surges, and you smushed them. You were just, basically, you smushed them together. I would, go, I would go do a time rift, and then when that's done, do a run for Corin, and then go do a dream surge. So it's like a just mushing it together. It's like I've been doing a lot of that lately. Time <laughs> dire brew surge. <laughs> sure, let's go with that. Got it. All right. I understand. Makes sense. Oh, goodness. Well, what have you been up to, Jen? Well, I was at Disneyland. So, um, so you know, that, like off week, we're not recording and you guys get an episode. Yeah. Hi, yeah. people. You know, that episode, <laughs> that, that time frame where you're actually listening to the episode. You're like, oh, this guy, he's kind of funny. He's talking to my ears right now. Well, when that was happening, I was at Disneyland. I was riding rides and all the other good stuff. Pirates of the Caribbean, good stuff. I like the Radiator Springs ride. When he's like, oh, that's good. I, I, I'm glad I got to go on that again. Last time I went there, it was like, it was like bust. It kept busting. It was, it was a bit sad. Uh, yeah. Went on the, the Rise of the Resistance thread. Oh, that's, oh, that's fun. Ooh, so, nice. So, Allie, if you're, if you're going to hit up Disneyland at least like one day while you're there, while you're there make sure you read the Rise of the Resistance. We'll so see. good. So Is good. Nice. Such a freaking, freaking fun ride. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Had a fun time with that. And uh, if you are not a patron, everyone, um, 
you probably don't know that uh, as of the time that you're listening to this, did you know, did you know that I will have ran a third marathon? So yes, um, I will be running a marathon this Sunday. So once again, as you are listening to this, uh, patrons, you'll get this ahead of time because I got to leave on Friday to go to Portland and all that fun stuff. And then uh, so I got to edit, uh, edit it before I get on a plane is basically what I'm saying. So, hey, patrons, you get this then before I run a marathon, but everyone else, you get this afterwards. So uh, maybe I will have um, lost a couple pounds temporarily. <laughs> they, they, they come right back. It's all water weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a fun time. So maybe, maybe we'll see if I succeeded in hitting my goal. I won't have time to edit in here. So sorry, no editor Jin jumping in saying if it happened or not. It's not. I'm not doing that. You have to uh, wait for the next episode. Yeah, you're gonna have to wait for the next episode. You're like, or, what do you do? You can literally just join the Discord. I'll tell you. Yeah, <laughs> you can join the Discord, and it will happen, and you will see his time and everything, and then you will join us all in cheering him on because he's totally gonna do it. Yeah, there's literally a link that you can click on to watch my progress on Sunday. So, but you missed it. I did that, so I'm gonna I'm gonna watch you progress. Get text alerts. You're gonna get text yeah. alerts. Yeah, <gasps> yeah, I'm excited. Aww. It's a text alert. Sweet. Yeah. So I am. Sorry. Uh, well, just so you know, I'm going to be doing another one of these in December. So if you're like, oh, what is this gin guy? Why is he running these marathons? Well, you, if you join the Discord, you can uh, you can see that too. Uh, you can do that by going to discord.livelaughlore.com. I remembered this time because I actually Good told, job. I told someone recently what it was. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wait, what is it? I was like, give me a second. I never remember what it is. Because <laughs> I always think it's livelaughlore.com slash discord. No, that does not work. That will take <laughs> will that will not work. <laughs> it's Discord's in the front. It's discord.livelaughlore.com. There you go. That'll get you there. There we go. Uh but that's about it. That's all I'm doing. So uh, I'm gonna do Oh yeah, we played DD. That was super fun. Nothing beats a brew shared between friends. DD was fun. That was that was good. It was. Well, sticking with the Jin ain't drinking because he's running a marathon. Uh, we did another silly thing. Uh, what did we do, Allie? It's purple. It actually, mine's it, purple this time. Yeah, mine's mine's also purple. It actually, right. here's right. a little bluer right. purple. Here's a bluerly purple. Well, because it, purple. because I got the stupid. Thankfully, we I finished <laughs> off my grenadine that was like grenadine and pomegranate for some reason because it was like extra red, right? So it's like throwing off all my purple and blue drinks. Uh. So. It ended up being really dark, kind of like yours. So I added a little bit of extra Gatorade and Sprite to it to kind of mellow it out some. It's also in, in a blue gra- glass, so that's part of it, too. Like oh, the bottom okay. There, it's yeah, all blue, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the Hocus Pocus mocktail. It's purple for Hocus Pocus. And because by the time you're listening to it, it's spooky season, right? It's spooky time. Ooh. Hocus Pocus. So, um, yeah. So we, we I made a spooky holiday thing because it's Halloween time. When I was in Disneyland, it was all Halloween, too. It's pretty great. It's, it's Halloween. It's, nice. it's Halloween. It was fun. But yeah, <laughs> it's got Gatorade, Sprite, some grenadine, and some lemon juice. Boom. There you go. Yep. Or like me, you're cool, and you do 7-Up instead, because 7-Up is better than Sprite. I disagree. Podcast over. But friendship ended. It's, <laughs> Sprite is far superior to 7-Up. But it's so sugary. 7-Up is more refreshing and crisp. What's your opinion on Sierra Mist? Meh. Okay, good. Kind of like that, that middle that ground. Cor- that was the correct opinion. All right. <laughs> what was the other one when I was, when I was young? Not Mellow Yellow. Mellow Yellow was like cheap Mountain Dew. That's different. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. There's another one that I, I can't think of. 
probably, I'm probably thinking of like some Shasta brand version, you know, like some Pepsi cool. Clear, whatever that was back when we were younger. Crystal Pepsi? Oh, that was Crystal that was, Pepsi. That was, that was totally go. different. That was totally different. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Hocus Pocus mocktail. Hell yeah, I'd make it again because it's purple. That's my favorite color. Um, and it tastes like friggin' Kool Aid. I like it. It does taste pretty good. I think it would taste good with rum or vodka as well. But I, you know, I'm joining Jen, supporting him and, you know, not doing alcohol for shows right now. So and it's got electrolytes. It's got Gatorade. Well, yeah, I was Powerade because I didn't want to buy. A, <laughs> I didn't want to buy a whole freaking like, case of blue Gatorade just for uh, one drink. Oh, yeah, my husband was able to find like a smaller thing of it. So, yeah, I got I got one bottle of freaking Powerade that was blue. And I'm like, that's the same color. That's all I need. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Beautiful. Well, um, you have a job to do. And uh, I'm going to say, do. go ahead and do the job. It's an easy job this, this is, time. Oh, it's something all right. It's an easy job. <laughs> it's real it's easy. If I can get through it. Hey there, listeners. Don't you hate it when things end too early? Me too. Anyway, make sure you listen until the end of the episode to find out how you can support us and keep this show going. How am I supposed to live, laugh, love in these conditions? Uh, well, not a lot to update here. Um, other than the CMA over there in the UK has tentatively approved the new deal. So move forward because Ubisoft's got the cloud gaming now. Yeah, so apparently CMA is like thumbs up, bro. So soon, probably by the end of October, we'll, we'll we won't be playing an Activision Blizzard game. We'll be playing an Activision Blizzard game subsidiary of Microsoft, <laughs> or whatever that word is. I don't know. Yep, sounded fancy and smart and business like. It did, but it was probably wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big word, but it's like that's not that's not how that's used. So I'm I'm curious to see, you know, say this gets done end of October. I wonder if uh, Phil Spencer from Microsoft is going to have a little something to say at BlizzCon. Either by, probably by video, I would imagine, but maybe maybe something tied into BlizzCon. Some kind of Microsoft being like, what's up, BlizzCon? You're ours now. <laughs> I just think it'd be funny know. if they were like, World of Warcraft is coming to the Xbox. And I'd be like, aww. Well, that doesn't change anything because they're not going to remove it from PC, so... <laughs> But that would be yeah, funny. I remember PC. It's just so many buttons for Xbox. Yeah, I mean, some people play it on a controller. Yeah. Those weirdos. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. Hey, man, if they want to play on the controller, that's fine. Let them do their thing. I'm just saying I don't know how they do it. I'm just, they're better than me. That's all I'm saying. Carefully. They're better than me. Do it me. carefully. So, they're better. So, <laughs> well, at least they're better with the controller. And then probably in life and things like that, too. But whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Well, uh, that's all I got. You got anything else other than like, hey, Microsoft's going to own our thing we like now. <laughs> that's that's all I got. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not celebrating until freaking Bobby says bye bye. So, right. But I think that's where we're going to leave it. So we're going to hit a button. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you, what you, what you talking about? Well, we're talking about things. And we're stuffed. Really? Yeah, we are. Wow. Oh, that imagine stuff. that. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? Wow. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> well, hi there. Hi there, folks. If you're like me, which you probably aren't, but if you're kind of like me, which you might be, and you're happy to like, you, you know, kind of what's going in the ins and outs, and you kind of follow along with a little bit of what's happening in the 
Warcraft creator community, which apparently I don't because I had to listen to Berserker's show to even find out that there was like a feud between Bellular and Panda TV. Yeah. I didn't know about that. <laughs> I had to go poke around in Twitter because I refuse to call it X. Um, I had to go poke around Twitter a bit to, and finally found like the tweets and everything. I'm like, oh, okay then. Yeah, that was, that went over my head. So, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, you would already, if you were into that kind of stuff and you know, you're like in the, in the know, you would already know that there is a theory going around that 10.2 will be the final major content patch for Dragonflight. So, if you have not heard that theory, I'll summarize their arguments very quickly. But first, I'm gonna do this. I don't know why you gotta do it in front of the kid with the effing. All you gotta do is say earmuffs to him. Earmuffs. They're very minor spoilers, but it's, hey. If you want to go in squeaky clean, fresh, no nothing, spoiler. There's a little bit of a spoiler ahead. Okay. So, here it is. You get a mount off of Fryak. Fryak? Nick, you ruined me. <laughs> I was listening to you and your latest episode, and you kept saying Fryak. That was a good episode. It was a great episode, but I kept hearing Fryak, and now I'm saying it instead of Fryak like I have <laughs> written right here on my notes. <laughs> okay, there's the R's after the Y, so Farak. There you go. Okay. You get a mount off of Farak for finishing the AOTC achievement, which has been reserved for the final boss of an expansion in the past, going all the way back to the friendship moots. That was the first time it was kind of introduced, if I remember, specifically the AOTC friendship moots. Yeah. Like, kind of, that's why it got the name. It's because the people started doing a bunch of like um, community runs to just get people their moose. All right, because you get the AOTC, you get them out. That's all it is. So you get AOTC, you get a you get a burning dragon thing that looks like fries on fire. Fryak. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next up, during an interview, it was mentioned that 10.2 would see the completion of the tier storyline. It was kind of assumed that that would kind of run the entire expansion. Run, run for the whole course. That's kind of the assumption at least I had. Because they were, they were doing the little drip feed, right? Because usually when them little do a little, here's a little bit, here's a little, little to- teaser, a little, little more. It usually means that it's something that's going to go, it's going to go the whole way. Anyway, that's it. That's, that's all, that's all the, that's all that we go off of, right? That's the information that everyone's going like, oh, 10, 10.2. That's the end. That's all. That's all, that's all we're going off of. Two pieces of information. Okay. Not a, t- not a ton, not a ton to go off of. Um, However, it's not going to stop us from diving into this theory and seeing if there's any validity behind it. Uh, so, well, let's go ahead and assume that the theory is correct. And Dragonflight is wrapped up by 10.2.7. And we move directly into 11.0 without ever getting a 10.3. What would that look like as an expansion? What would 10 10.2.7 be doing... Right, because we're usually used to the 0.7 patches, kind of like heralding it, like the pre-patch, if you will. It's just that each of the content patches have had pre-patches. Now it's kind of weird. We're used to only pre-patches for expansions, but now major content patches have gotten gotten pre-patches in a way. So this pre-patch, what's it doing? Hmm? What is it heralding? I don't know, Allie. What are you What are you thinking? Two hours later. I'm struggling for <laughs> words. 
<laughs> because I do not like this theory. <laughs> I do not like it one bit. You're like, this theory sucks. Turn this episode off. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will... I, I have different thoughts on the theory, and we could talk about that if you want, but if... Oh, yeah. Talk away. If, I'm, like, I'm sorry. No. Like, if we... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to swear for this episode like I did for the Patreon episode. I feel like if we don't get some kind of content 10.3, we're going to be sitting in the 10.2 era of Dragonflight. That includes the 0.5 and the 0.7 for a long time until 11.0. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Could be, could be. And that's a dangerous game, friendo. Because <laughs> then a lot of a lot of people start getting really tired. Now, granted, some like I have tons of games to play. I have tons of things and wow to do. Like I'm fine with it. As a gamer, as a content creator, that's a long ass drought, and I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, you, you can only glean so much from BlizzCon. You, you get right. you get two three months easy. You can't get six. <laughs> no. So that's a thing. Um, plus, like, okay, so so tears, you know, I get the drip feed of tear, okay, and then tears say he's, you know, empowered and everything and whatnot, and the aspects get empowered and whatever's gonna happen with all that. So what? Yay, tears back. So what? Like, do something with that, which would be a ten point three action. Just saying, and. Okay, logically, I do see the argument about the AOTC mountain thing. Like, that's, that's a hard thing to ignore. Yeah, it's decent. Like, it's decent. The, the, yeah. the uh, tier piece of evidence isn't so much evidence. It's more like, but I thought I would go the whole time. Right? That's yeah. not really evidence. Like, this does make me wonder if, like, 10.3, sorry, 10.2 will happen, and then 10.25 will wrap that up and finally give, give us back Gilneas. And then <laughs> 10 to 7 will lead into 11.0. And then I, th I think we're still getting a 10.3. As much as I don't want it to be, I can see it being the Faded Raids kind of idea. Just to tie us over to 11.0 because they're, they got to do something. Right, right. Plus 10.3 was on the original roadmap. I'm not going to stop saying that. It was on there. Was it? So, I didn't see it. Saying, like the original, it. the original roadmap, like it explained, like 10.3 would be happening in 2024. Just saying. All right. Well. So that's why I, I do not like might jump in here if I can't find evidence of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the original roadmap was posted in December 2022, which was very shortly after Dragonflight went live in November of 2022. So. It only went up to patch 10.2 season three in the fall slash, yeah, the fall of 2023. So they're on target. <laughs> I, will, I will Google it and find <laughs> it. It was there. Nope. So I don't know. Like, I just, I don't like this theory. Plus, I just, I don't want the content to end story wise. So I don't want it to end because there's so much more they can do. But. All of my thoughts aside, if I had to, if I had to sit here and accept the fact that there's no 10-3 and we're going right into 11.0, then I think it's going, it would be 10-2-7. We discover 
Oh my god, there's something on the other side of the world. Maybe it's an old god. And maybe we learned about it because of Riddicron. And then a pirate ship shows up and to Night Night Squall itself shows up. Like, we're going to take it to the other side of the world. But we got to get ready first. And then that's, that's 1027. So you didn't see the tweet that said no pirates, did you? Right. Just like BFA was not about old gods. <laughs> I don't believe that tweet for one second. And Mike Ibarra can shut up. <laughs> now, no pirates. That, the, the context of that could easily be that maybe it's not a quote unquote pirate expansion. Sure. But the night school's but there. It's, but it's pirates that take us over to the other side of the world. Sure, 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 sure. Where there's an old god buried and elemental things happening and a shadow, flame, old god. a shadow flame empowered Ragnaros has defeated Little Lord Smoldyface. <sighs> and I'm pretty sure we're um, going to defeat Little Lord Smoldyface. He's doing <laughs> something. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> For ending this, this expansion early, I'm just going to go wild my my predictions. It's fine. Or did it end exactly what it meant to end? So, no. <laughs> well, I mean, it's true no. because we're, we're both over here kind of thinking like, eh, I don't know. Shadowlands felt like it probably had one more in it because really Anduin felt a little like end tier bossy boss. And then you were just like, eh, the trailer. Oh, the first ones, everyone. Look out for the first ones. We're not going to tell you who they are. No, 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 no. And then Odin's going to be like, psh, psh, X-Nay on the Earth one's fair. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So you're thinking uh, 10 through 7 is going to be the, the old Night Squall himself. He's going to go up a big boat. And he's going to be like, come on, get in, loser. We're going shopping or, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, we're going to go save the world because old God um, is on the other side of the world. You didn't know it was there because there's only four over here. But there's the fifth one on the other side. We got to go get it. So, uh, Okay. All right. So, so what's uh, what's uh, what's a Riddicron doing? Uh, is he is he popping up in ten two seven or is he is he showing up in eleven? If, oh, he's he's gonna pop up in ten two seven. If I'm going with my current theory, okay, he's popping up in ten two seven, and this is not my current theory because I still think there's a ten point three. Sure. But if sure. I have to go with this, <laughs> you must. Thought, if I have to, you're forcing me, a Riddicron pop up in ten two seven. Because Eridicron has been tasked to free the old god on the other side of the world. You know, the fifth old god. And it's Eridicron that kind of carries us into 11.0. And it involves said old god that's hiding somewhere on the other side. All right. Well, let's keep going through my little fun notes and see how much we how how deep down this like there is no 10.3. 10.3 is a lie, just like the cake is a lie. Um, and we're going to see... Uh, like we said, how far this <laughs> rabbit trail goes. So, much like in episode 78, where we guessed, well, we, made, we made some pretty good guesses at what would be coming in 10.2 before Ann Stickney said, close, but no. Kinda. <laughs> yeah. like, mm, take it easy there, bud. It was, you, were, you were close. You were close, uh, but no. Uh, we're going to be doing our best to do some pre-BlizzCon predictions. Okay, so... Allie thinks there is a 10-3. So let's stick with that for a second. 10-3. What is 10-3 going to contain in it? If we are going to play along with your idea that, oh, oh, oh there's a 10-3. 
let's let's go ahead because we're we're gonna we're, we're gotta do some some pre BlizzCon prediction now because it's it's October and we're gonna be talking about this because there's not a lot else to talk about right now. So <laughs> so ten three, what do you think ten three is gonna be since you think it's gonna be there? Well, I think that it's going to be something involving Eridicron mm-hmm. and maybe the newly empowered tier gets hints or glimpses, not glimpses, it wouldn't be glimpses, <laughs> hints or something of Eridicron, whatever Eridicron's up to. So we end up searching him out for a while and someone dies. It's going to be dramatic. I don't know who yet. Okay. I'm afraid to say Alex Straza. It better not be Alex Straza. Alex Straza going to be pissed. <laughs> pissed. What if Varanoth kills Axtra? Oh my god. <laughs> I'd be so pissed. Anyways, um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get some kind of glimpse of what a Rikranda it might be up to. And we're gonna like follow the clues and and something like that. And I'll see, I don't know if there'll be a raid with it though. There needs to be more oomph to this. That's why there might not be a 10 3. There's gonna be 10 3. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> if you were, I'm gonna think about this for a second. If you were to say there was a 10 3, what would you say there'd be? Okay, if there is in fact a 10 3, um, I could take it in one of two different directions. Um, the first direction is probably the more of the obvious two, and that's going to be oh, guess who's back? Aridicon's back, back again, and now he's Galacron empowered, right? Um, so he's got to avoid friends, and he's all, you know, all that kind of stuff. The reason I don't think it's that's what's going to be is because I'm starting to think that there might be some logic behind this. 10-2 is the last major content patch. Um, the reason I say that is because what Aridicon kind of set up at the end of that, um, uh, the Megadurgeon, it could easily introduce a new expansion because he is now in league with Zalatath. That's a good one to bring back, bring that character back. Uh, we also had the friggin' Song of the Depths basically saying uh, uh, <laughs> name, Naga, Queen, Lady, uh, <laughs> Ashara, there it is. <laughs> She's coming back. Queen, Lady. <laughs> yeah, Ashara's coming back. Um, there's a whole thing saying, you know, she from beyond the umbral veil. She is, uh, She's on her way back. So that's like that's like expansion level like doom, right? And he's also got like like an ancient dragon soul uh, containing within it the power of Galacron. This is some some, some stuff. Some stuff. I mean, unless you got to do a fight with the whole the void and they're like, no, you're a tool man. And they just kick him out. And he's like, oh, I'm sad now. Uh, And we beat him up. Like that could be a thing. But that's kind of dumb. So, like, why would they do that? The other option, which I think is more, more of a possibility, is, okay, so Viranoth helps us out in 10-2, because Farak is like, ah, right? That's, that's what he's doing right now. He's, he's, he's psycho. Maybe she's like, okay, that's enough of that. I'm not, I'm not helping anymore. Uh, and she goes and does something. I, I don't know what she does, but she basically turns, right? And, because, yeah. Kind of like what you were saying, Allie, in the, the patron, where we kind of were, were batting around this idea a little bit. It seems like she, she is, she's a, pardon the pun, but she's cold hearted. A little cold hearted, right? 
So very logical, very like, you know, she's working with uh, Alex Shrazen because she's like, you know, Farak is not, he's not going with the, with the deal, right? He's not going with the plan. He's going with burn it all down. And well, I don't want to burn it all down. That's where my stuff is. So that's kind of like where maybe, maybe Viranath will be like, okay, well, we dealt with my crazy brother, but that doesn't mean I like you. And maybe she goes off and does something, right? I don't know what she's going to do. I don't think she's going to burn. I don't think she's going to try and freeze the tree. That'd be silly. Because if you think about it, and now I'm kind of like, as I'm banting around all this stuff, you either bring back Riddikron, or you do something with Viranoth, or you go to 11-0. Okay, you figured it out. Figured it out. What what is it, Allie? You seem very excited. I had a light bulb moment, and I ran with it, and I think it works. So... We got Tyr coming back, right? We've got dragons that want to kill titans. Yes. Tyr is back. Back again. Back again. Guess who's back? Tell a friend, whatever. So <laughs> what if 10-3, it's a Riddicron who's back, and he's he's going after the titans, and Tyr has us go into Aldorus. AKA Tear Hold for a raid. And we learn more about what the Titans were up to. And Tear and others learned about what the Titans were truly, including the aspects, start to learn what the Titans were up to with the, the water juju and all that jazz, right? Mm-hmm. And I see that. Um, something happens and a Riddicron. Uh, I was going to say exposes himself, but that's that's really weird phrasing. (laughs) Riddicron basically shows his true new nature of, you know, old God and Galakron and blah, blah, blah. And that's like the big, huge thing that takes us into. And then he flies off to the other side of the world. And that's why Night Squall has to show up and take us over there. 11.0. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... Aldorus raid. Okay. So. Because you got to think about, like, we had all that stuff in the beginning with, like, the books and mm-hmm. Odin t- saying things to us. And, yeah, we have the, you know, Halls of Infusion dungeon. It's all right. But, like, Aldorus, it's a big old time facility. I just, I feel like there's probably areas of that that could be explored. And there's different, you know, when you go down into, like, the Halls of Infusion dungeon area... There's multiple layers to tear hold, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I feel like on one of those other layers, that's where the portal is going to be for the raid. And there's going to be this whole other section of Eldorus that really starts to explore some things with the Titan facility aspect of it and the past and the history in the Titans. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, if that is the thing, I'm not going to be like, oh, no. But, 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 uh, this is my only, but, uh, it's not my only one, but it's a good one. Uh, <laughs> if the raid is in Eldorus, doesn't really leave any new room for a new zone other than possibly hey, there's a tree over there now. There's a tree. You want to go check out a tree? All right. Because usually, usually, I'm not not always. I'm not going to say always. But typically, at least recently, with major content patches, we have had new zone. So where's the new zone? I mean, you can make one up and say like, we're going to Mechacon Island 2.0 because that was just No, that'd be stupid. No. <laughs> Let's not do that, Kithinks. 
I mean, I'm just saying, like, we had Nagitar, and we're like, Nagitar's awesome. And then they had Megagon, and we're like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, Nagitar was like, totally adds up to the story. Here's a story here. What the hell is Megagon? <laughs> I still want to, why? Why, Blizzard? Why did you do Megagon other than, we want Mechanomes? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why they did it. We want Mechanomes. It's entirely possible. All right, so... We got any ideas for a new zone somewhere? Or is it like, oh, maybe, maybe there's, okay. So there's been time rifts and there's been dream surges. Maybe there are void rifts. So we have maybe. to travel into the void and be like, get back in there. Get back in there. <laughs> that's, that's my only guess because it feels maybe. like it's going to be pretty, pretty voidy up in there. But at the same time, it feels and... like 11-0 is going to be pretty voidy. Possibly. I think it's not going to be entirely voidy. I think it'll be other side of the world stuff and more like world building and whatnot. And then 12.0 will be like cosmic disco war, light versus void, whatever. I wonder. You don't think 11.0 is going to be that? You don't think 11.0 is going to be that? No, I don't think so. I think they're, well, like after what happened with Shadowlands and how some of the community did not like Shadowlands and the story and cosmic forces and all that jazz, I feel like they're, they would benefit from taking more time to kind of build up to the story of the Cosmic Disco War. Oh, well, this doesn't have to be the Cosmic Disco War. This, is, to me, is just the first, or even possibly the second, because Legion was kind of like the war right. between order and chaos. Right. And then we had a little bit of a break. Like, we tried to beat each other up. And then we're like, hey, we're dead now. Um... <laughs> And now we're like, dragons! Uh, so the next expansion could be like, Velen is not happy with friggin' the Void. And he's been gearing up for that for a while now. And obviously, Ritacron is like Team Void now. Zaltath, right. we've already known about for quite a while. Yep, my girl. Queen yep. Ashara, she's already gone to claim the true throne of power. So that's a thing. So and right. she's all beyond the umbral veil right now so it kind of leads me to, to kind of like like and then this that would also be a perfect opportunity to bring back uh the the beautiful shiny boy that is anduin right maybe give him right. a beard right you could do, totally do that right make him not quite I, I, and honestly you could do it if you wanted you could bring him back all old and and busted looking from like the comic books the mob. Because who mm -hmm. knows how long he was wandering in the mob. The time is not a construct of death, as yeah, Steve said. that would totally work. Well, he could say that I, oh, I was down there for 55 years. What are you guys talking about? I'm old now, man. <laughs> <laughs> right? Dude, it was like six years. I was like, oh, time is not a construct of death. Ask my boy Stevie D. He'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, that, that actually would add up more with kind of what was going on in the mod and things like that. Because Jaina, when we first got there, she's like, I thought I'd been here for weeks. She's like, we were in just like five minutes, bro. <laughs> she's like, I, I was weeks. <laughs> so I think that would that would be uh, a good opportunity. So I'm I'm definitely on 11-0, light V void. Let's get ready to rumble. Bing, bing, bing. Because we got, we don't just have the freaking big players of Ashara, Zaltath, possibly a fifth old god on the other side of the world. Because I, I do agree. I think it's going to be uh, in Avalorin or yeah, Avalorin is where it's probably going to be taking place. And yeah, like 
and Velen's gonna be like, ah, oh, we gotta stop these guys. It sucks. Voidy, voidy, voidy. I don't like the void. Uh, and Turalyon's gonna be like, yeah, I don't like it. I mean, yeah, I can see this. It's like, I don't personally like it, but I kind of like it. You know what I mean? Kind of married to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he likes it. Um, <laughs> so, so I, I, I have a thought mm-hmm. that say we go with my current theory of Oldoris raid. Sure. Sure, there's not going to be a new zone per se, but one of the things that could be happening with the storyline is something that makes us go visit with transportation provided by the Blue Dragon Flight, Caligos maybe, but uh, go visit, or even Kagar, he's doing something. He can take us around, but go visit the other Titan facilities all around. And like through like the storyline would take us to each of the time facilities and through that one and through all that, maybe we start finding out more about this Avalorn. Why Memoron hung up on us? That too, right? Like that's a thing. So I like they could utilize because they've been taking time here and there to utilize different aspects and areas of the world again through little sections of like the time rifts and little things like that here and there. Like so this would just be another way to utilize areas they already have Mm -hmm. and explore the story a bit and kind of lay some foundation work for 11-0. Yeah. Um, I could could see a little bit of that. I mean, honestly, it could go either way for me. Like, it it could be there is a 10-tree, there is no 10-tree, 10 is a lie, 10 is totally, totally real. I don't know. But, again... Let's keep let's keep this uh, little speculation going. Let's see let's see what we're going yes. here. So let's kind of kind of recap. All right. So l- the game tape so far, as it were, <laughs> 10.0, We get here and we're like, oh no, things are bad because there's a big scary dragon named Razagath. That's like lightning bolting everyone in their butts. Uh, but hey, we take her out now before she lets out her. Her sister and her two crazy brothers. All right. So, 10.1, we go play in a cave. I'm going to skip over that. Uh, (laughs) 10.1.5, a Riddicron disappears into a void portal, exit stage left. He's like, peace out, guys. I got my fun Galacron essence. I'm going to cause some havoc in this in a bit. I'm going to step aside. Even Nazdormu was like, I don't know where he went, man. I don't know. 1017. We saw what a lot of people were kind of thinking. They were like, oh, Virdoth, she seems like nice. She seems nice. She's going to be a good person. Turns out they might be right. I don't know. They, they, she's nice enough at the moment. We'll see what happens. I'm waiting to see what happens with that. I'm very yeah, curious. She might do the heel turn. She might do the heel turn. We'll see what happens. All right. 10.2. Frax getting killed. I mean, come on. We're, we're getting to. I'm going to floppy flap AOTC. You get the idea. We're getting his axe. I'm getting his axe. I'm getting his axe. All right. <laughs> Does your, is your guild aware of this? Uh, at least one person is. I know that. At least one person. <laughs> They're like, yeah, that's fine. You can have an axe. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't think that uh, that will be the greatest ending of Dragonflight. If that's, exactly. If that's what it is. But we still don't know what is coming in 1025. Because remember, yeah. 1015 was the freaking mega dungeon of Meganus and ultra lightning bolts and thunderclaps and oh my god, what is this? 
losing my mind over that cutscene. Right? Could lose your mind over another cutscene. Put them to five. It's just a thing. It could happen. Oh. <laughs> just saying. I, I don't even know what it's going to be, but... I mean, come on. Let's think about this. Ten to five. We're like, oh, okay, because Brack's going to be dead by the time ten to five rolls around. Okay? All right. So we're obviously going to be wrapping up some story. It's going to be Animal Dream, most likely. Or we can come back to the Dragon Isles. Maybe it's going to be the tree is born. And may, I, I don't know. The, the tree comes back in, in there. And yes. maybe that's what's probably ten to five is. We're going to nurture the tree. It's going to, oh, that's probably, it's probably going to be in there. But that, that's maybe one of the quest lines. And maybe some spooky shit's going to happen. But I don't know. I don't know what that spooky stuff is. But maybe. Maybe. Especially in like 10 to 7. If we're doing think about like pre-patch. Possibly. What what if like Ashar was like. What's up boyos? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I will see y'all in Avalorin. Yeah. It's good. It's been, it's good, been good catching up. I'll see you in a bit. Uh, that'd be fun, <laughs> right? That that we we would have a, we would have quite the episode if that <laughs> happened. <laughs> That's true. So, what are the, besides put the tree in in Azeroth, not the Emerald Dream, but in Azeroth, what other story moments do you think it'd come in ten to five? Gilaneus. I, I mean, is that just something that you want or you think it's really going to happen? No, they've actually mentioned that we're getting Gilneas back. They were like, you know, that's something that we would you know, want to play out in game, not like in between patches or sorry, in between expansions. Like we would want to actually play out like in game. So I'm pretty sure that something's going to happen in 2.5 or 2.7. Even if it's just a scenario or a storyline or something, but we're going to get Gilneas back. All right. Okay. And I'm sticking to that. Well, hey, I stuck to Emerald Dream for as long as I could until I finally got here. Uh, so you can stick to Gilneas until it finally gets here. I'll stick to Gilneas and Infinite Pirate Dragon Mount. Okay. Okay, thanks. Keep, keep, keep sticking with it. Yep. So, right, 10-2, 10-2-5. One of the things that I think will likely happen, especially because of the, uh, we already got the hint, we already talked about it, uh, Tear is coming back, right? That Tear right. storyline's coming right. back. Well, if you remember, in 10.0, before we went into the raid, Alex Shraza was like, I must activate the Mother Oath Stone. The Mother Oath Stone. Diddly squat happened. Not a, not a yeah. damn thing. Well, Tyr could be like, oh, you, you forgot to turn it turn it off and turn it back on again. Let me, Something like that. Let me flip that I switch think Tyr's involved, yeah. So that could be a thing. And probably the re-empowering of the actual aspects is what I'm thinking is a good candidate yeah. of something that's going to happen in there. And probably with the re-empowering of the aspects, giving all the thing, they can also be like, and by the way, we're going to bless this tree that just got here. Might as well. Full on aspects now. We can add some blessings. Blessing, blessing beyond, be, be upon thee. All right. <laughs> now, the one that I really want to see, because that's just, that's just fun. That's all, that's almost a given. Like if you think about it, it's like, eh, it's probably going to happen. The next one I really want to see. This is this, this is for this is for me because I think this, this would be cool. I want to see Varanoth confront Tyr for the role he played in experimenting on Proto Drakes. And honestly, I kind of see Alex Shaza backing her up, being like, "Yeah, that was pretty messed up, dude." Uh, so, do you think we're gonna get that, or is that just wishful thinking on my part? Maybe I've gone back and forth on this whole 
Yay, we brought Tear back. Like, is it is it only for re-empowering the aspects? Or is Tear gonna play another role? Because they could have chosen to empower the aspects with the O stones and everything could have been hunky dory, but instead they decided actively that it was a hunky dory and they needed some tear juju probably to activate the mother of stone. So is that the only reason for tear or is there something else? And I, I can see it being a potential point of conflict with Viranoth. I'm torn on if Viranoth ends up maybe killing Tyr and then Alexstrasza kills Viranoth in retaliation or would Alexstrasza see what Viranoth has been trying to say all along about the Titans? I don't I don't know if Alexstrasza would. I'm really torn on that. Yeah, I don't know. Like it seems like they're kind of playing the the aspects are kind of changing their ways of thinking at least a little bit yeah um, especially true. with the the recent quest line which we could probably cover a little bit more in a future episode but it's not a ton of info it wouldn't fill the whole episode um is the one where Nazdormu uh helps out um Eternus right right so I'm not going to spoil anything, but let's just say Nazdormu basically kind of goes, you're kind of right. Like, that was, that was messed up. Like, I'm not over here going like, oh, everything happens for a reason. Oh, no, you should be, you should be happy that that, that, that happened. Right. Does it, does a good thing. It helped. Nazdormu's not doing that. He's just like, no, it was. Some things are worth changing if you can. Right. Right. And it seems like Alex Straza is kind of doing the same thing because she's not like, oh, yeah, no, Tyr was a good guy. No. Hey, you don't know Tyr like I know. Okay. Tyr's a good guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. He has a little bit of a messy past, but yeah, he sacrificed himself for all the Reichel. Right. You know that? He killed Kithix. Right. Took down a freaking <laughs> Z- Zekajaz or. I don't even, I don't like how they actually pronounce his name. He's Zach of Jazz forever. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, you know, and Alex was like, well, you know, he, he, he made us the aspects and Virnoth's like, oh, yeah. What did you have to give up for that? Right. She's not really even who you are. used to be. So it seems like Alex Shaza is like, yeah, it's fine that we chose to do that because we chose but to just force it on people, like to to go in and just like mess with the eggs. And I think that's also why Rathion got so pissed off uh, at the Red Dragon flight because it's like, dude, you're just meddling with me. Like I'm a freaking science experiment to you. Right. Right. Yeah. Kind of makes sense why you get upset to that, about that. Yeah. All right. So I can kind of see Alex Straza like taking a step back and being like, hey, sorry, Tear, but yeah, I know we were friends in the past, but she brings up a really good point. <laughs> Why did you think that was okay? And maybe we'll yeah. maybe we'll see a side of the Titans where it's like, because you're just stupid little dragons. Like, what, what do I care? You're just all our playthings. We can reset your world. I'm a Titan time. keeper. Yeah. <laughs> and all the tears guard are gonna be like, oh, like whatever that guy's name is, and all the little buddies are like hanging out with him now. They, <laughs> they got all, they're all tear guard, right? 
They're all going to be like, dude, uh, don't, don't say that. <laughs> Oof. Oof. That's rough. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward. To, I really want to see Veranoth um, confront here in ten to five or ten. That would be really interesting for sure. All right. Um, yeah, especially if she's like, yeah, because um, you know, smiled. Spoiler: uh, Veranoth is like helping us in ten two. Right? She is helping. I don't know what's happening in 10 to five. I don't know what's happening in ten to seven. But she's like giving us. She's giving us a hand. Right? She's like, hey, give me a hand. The animal dream because my brother's psycho. Don't burn it down. All right. Now, before we move on, before we move on, besides the Riddicron coming back to the void, what else, what other possible storyline from the different dragon flights or anything else that you could possibly think of could fill a 10-3? And I know it could be something crazy out of their ass because they're like caverns. <laughs> You and Sarah like caverns. I don't like them. Don't. <laughs> I feel like some of the dragon fights have gotten the spotlight more than others. I agree. We've gotten a lot of bronze. We've gotten a lot of black. Mm -hmm. We've gotten a lot of green. Well, we're going to get a lot of green in 10 2. We got, got a little bit of blue, but I, I would like to see more blue personally. And I mean, we have Alex Straza. Yeah. But and I realize that we're going to talk about this all in a minute, but like I haven't got much of red. Yeah. Like at all. And then here's Alex Traza. Ta-da. The, the most story we've gotten from the Red Dragonflight, specifically in this expansion, has been like little side quests. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like when we help out the Dragon Ball clan, maybe kind of feel a little less crappy about themselves. Um Helping out the... That's a loose thread a little bit, too, with that, that storyline. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, and then the last one is the... I don't remember his name, but the dragon... Var various, various straws or whatever. Yeah, the one that just likes to... Stay a while and listen. Awesome guy. Let's just chill at the top and tell his stories. Love him. Yeah. Love him. Yeah, so... That's kind of it. Like, there's no other really red dragonfly other than, like, we're the red dragonfly. Yeah. We like life. Life is good. Yep, yep, yep. Um, nothing. Those no. There has been no character development so far, other than the little bit of Alex Straza saying, "Yeah, that was an abhorrent act." Yeah, yeah. And if that's the first time that we're like, "Oh, okay, Alex Straza is like," yeah. and also the other, uh, the the two little bit of character development, same same thing was when she was talking with Viranoth. Uh, the other one was when she said, uh, "It wasn't victory without without you." Right. right. So they were they were clearly best buds, clearly best buds before the the whole war of the scale. I think is what that name of the novel is. <laughs> Dragon's getting sounds right. Yeah. I wonder if we get more red dragonflight story in that book. Uh, that's to me is maybe well uh, maybe most likely what it's going to be. If I were to make a guess is it's probably going to be a lot like Dawn of the Aspects, but not the same thing where it's like, oh, there's an artifact that's making them relive, like like what happened to, to Caligos, where he was reliving um, the Dawn, the way back in the day through the eyes of Malagos, right? So, because that's basically what Dawn of the Aspects was, was he got to watch a recording of what happened between the Aspects and Galakron uh, as if he were Malagos, right? Right. 
I have a feeling it's going to be Alex Straza probably telling the story of what happened. Kind of like similar to Lord of the Clans, where right. it was Drek'thar uh, and Thrall to actually talking is what that uh, story was. If I'm, if I'm, no, Rise Rise of the Horde. That's the one. It was Rise of the Horde, but it was Drek'thar telling the story. Yeah, because he's like, well, let me tell you what happened when you weren't born yet, Thrall. <laughs> uh, that's that's what. That's the, my guess is it's going to be Alex Straza telling the story. Oh, and possibly Viranoth there uh, correcting the record because, well, as we see, Viranoth is now kind of on team, well, not team aspect. She's not on team aspect. She's not on team Tharak, that's for sure. She doesn't seem to be, well, I don't know if she's on team Aridacron still or not because that's, that's where I think the heel turn may come. Right. It's hard to know if if she really is having a change of heart or if this is part of the long game. Yeah, this may just be a, an alliance of convenience because it could be that too. It's like, yeah, I don't want him burning everything down. No, thank you. Um, That's kind of my take on it is uh, as soon as a Riddicron comes back. All bets are off whether she's going to stick around as a as a friend or not, because she might go, oh, well, yeah, it's time to go kill Titans. And that's what I'm planning on doing. All right. The book's called War of the Scaleborn. Scaleborn. By the way, Scaleborn. 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 Scale, right? It's, it's, it's arriving to my house when I'm in California. <laughs> probably when we're doing, yeah, at BlizzCon, they're like, oh. Yep. Yeah. So I'll need to run home, get my copy of that, and then I'll read it in my hotel room when I am uh, yeah. uh, on another work trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, work trips. All right. So, um, so yeah, we might get some some red storyline there, but mm, we might get some in 10-3 if that's where they decide to go. It could be. I'm not saying, not, not ruling out 10-3 completely. Literally, it's in my notes. that's true so if we do get a 10-3 and we don't just jump right to but we don't just jump right right to 11 I'm guessing that it would be a Riddicron almost certainly you you agree with that it almost kind of has to be yeah I I think that makes the most sense yeah yeah so my guess is if we do have a 10-3, I don't know where it's going to take place. There might be the void rifts like I offhandedly guessed about, and that actually might be a real thing. Um, feels like something they do. Yeah. My guess is Ariticron will show up. He's got a thing. Um, and what's really probably going to be like the big spooky thing that drives us into 11-0 is Eridicon will probably, if I were to make a guess, because I'm I'm still 10-3 is still, in my opinion, is totally on the table. Eridicon would be defeated. But the ancient voidy um dragon soul will not be recovered. And either Zalatath or Ashara will have it. And then that is what is going to be the big like uh oh. Okay. That's okay. The, that's kind of like the 11 tie-in. Alright, I could I could see that. Yep. I it just seems like, alright, you know, Zaltath is like kind of standing off on the sidelines during the big fight. Right. Kind of like how 
Yeah, it's kind of like how Goldan was kind of chilling in the background. Uh, it uh, right. Warlords, and it's like Goldan. We got a pack, pack. Right. It's gonna be something similar to that, but Eridicron isn't going to be like, oh, oh Zaltath, we had a pack. Zaltath probably just gonna be like, thanks, bud, you did your job well. Uh, I'm gonna be taking that Galakron essence from you now. Thank you very much. And <laughs> you're a tool, Death. Congratulations. <laughs> You thought you were different than Deathwing. You were exactly <laughs> the same. Right. Whether you were Titan infused or Void infused, you still did the same thing. Good job, idiot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where I'm thinking it's going to lead us. Um, what, what about... What are, you, what are your guesses? Do you have any other possible guesses or is that like, is that something I could come up with? <laughs> no, I, I like that one a lot. I'm torn between the fact of if a Riddicron survives this expansion or not. I kind of go back and forth. I'm convinced that if a Riddicron is the final boss of 10-3, he's not going to survive. But... The, that makes sense. The ancient dragon soul containing uh, Galakron's essence absolutely will. Like, yes, like that feels for like sure. The big scary, uh oh, world-ending device kind of thing that is going to be, you know, Zalatath's going to be the either Zalatath or um, Ashara. Ashara, uh, and I think it would be pretty funny if Zalatath had the blade again. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Hey, I mean, if it gets me more Zalatath whispers, ooh, or gets us more Ilgi whispers. Like, I'm, I'm like half seriously, like, um, thinking about, like, somehow Zalatath literally using the blade um, to, and, like, combining it with the other thing. Like, I don't know, some kind of crazy thing like that. And it's going to create some, like, super crazy thing. I don't know what. It just seems like something <laughs> that they would do. They're just like, look at this now. He thought it was bad before. Eh. Got friggin' not Zaltath Black Blade of the Empire. I got friggin' Galakron Black Blade of the what? I'm gonna stab you in the face with it. Wow. And <laughs> uh, now I'm just I'm just imagining like how many more things can be shoved into that weapon. Well, I mean, or if more things can be mixed into the ancient Dragon Soul Voidy. Galakron ooze thing going on. <laughs> I'm sure you can fit whatever you wanted in there because it's just <laughs> it's like a bag of holding. It just you just stick wherever you want in there. Stick stick it in there. I mean, it would make sense that the the, the dagger might come back too because hey, there's another old god. Apparently, you know, we used it to uh, help mess up Nazoth. All right, that's what actually broke open the carapace. All right. Right. So, yeah. hey, maybe we'll need it for dealing with whatever the new gold god's name is going to be. <laughs> you know, with all the apostrophes and hyphens and <laughs> things along those lines where we're just like, I mean, that's all they talk. So it's kind of their language. Sound like a faceless one there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they go, like, like when Yaxaran dies, it goes whoosh. <laughs> it's like what was that <laughs> that word sounded like a sound effect uh, so good 
That's what it sounds like. It sounds like whoosh. <laughs> All right. You got anything else for 10-3? Hmm? No, I mean, I can keep talking in circles and thinking of new ideas, but I think I think I'm pretty solid with what I got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's say, let's say, you know, going back to some BlizzCon predictions here. 11-0. It's 11-0 time. So I'm thinking Voidy Goodness, because th- I'm thinking I got three characters to throw into the mix, possibly even a fourth if I want to include, uh, you know, Turalian's girlfriend slash wife. I never saw their wedding, though, so it might still just be common law marriage. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be either Zalateth, a Riddicron if we don't get a 10-3, and then finally, Ashara. I'm kind of thinking Ashara is going to be the big bad because she said she was going to claim the the, throne, the the real throne of power. I'm just saying. People who usually say that aren't usually like the nicest of people. You know what I mean? They're, they're not usually like, you know, I'm going to claim the real throne of power, but I'm going to be real nice when I get there. Be as benevolent a evil dictator <laughs> as I can be. I mean, super nice dictator as I can be. So, yeah. What do you think? Do you think you got any other characters other than Night Squall? But he's probably going to be a good guy. He's just a taxi. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's hard to know. Because there are theories out there that this expansion is going to be more based on elementals. Right. So that does make me wonder if, like, some of the elemental lords are going to play in somehow. But... The more I think about it, the more I kind of wonder if it is going to be a little more light versus void focused with some other, you know, side stuff going on here and there. Yeah. Because that, that lets us bring it back Velen, who's been on the bench for a while. Yep. Possibly Anduin, Charlie and Illyria, like they've been hanging out in Stormwind, but they haven't really gotten any like airtime. So I can see some side stories there, too. So, I th- yeah, that that might be a thing. Yeah. And now I'm trying to now I'm over here trying to think like, okay, if they did all that, who else would they bring in to kind of like deal with voidiness and things like because so far all I got is a bunch of of we got a bunch of alliance characters, Velen, Anduin, and Turalyn and Alaria. Right? Try to like, okay, Horde, help me out here. Who you got that's kinda like oh, we like the light. Feels like it might be like one of them Torrin Sunwalkers is like the best I can think of off the top of my head. I don't know. Maybe we can bring back um what's her name? Talanji. Possibly a little bit of Bonsomni. That'd be fun. Uh, Talanji, yeah, Talanji's it's I think it's time for a little bit of Talanji action. Yeah, I'm just trying to think like who would make sense to deal with all of that kind of Oh, the light is, you know, a thing, right? Cause I'm not really think I, I'm not able to come up with any light based horde characters. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of like an alliance thing. <laughs> right. So I don't know. Like, cause I'm trying to like, you know, be, you know, well, I mean, maybe nice uh, Lorthamar will be back from his, you know, honeymoon. Yeah, but he's, he's not necessarily like super, you know, I mean, they had the sun light well, dude, so, okay. but yeah, Sunwell. And then there was all those theories for a while of like, ooh, Sunwell. We had like the, the cat, remember, and the right, yeah. And Sunwell is also like, you know, it's got the you know relightified Naru in there, so like I can see that. Like, oh, Lady Liadra, there you go, Lady, 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 Lady,
There you go. Found one. Took a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you get two Alliance players on the show. <laughs> yeah, we're like, wait, is <laughs> Yeah, Lady Leagin's probably your, your best bet that she would be the uh, kind of the the main hordy leading the charge on, on with those kind of stuff would be my guess. And then obviously just your your normal everyday like, you know, your thralls and all that because he's like, Zakan. Hey, yeah, Zakan. He could show up, especially if Talanji's coming back. Maybe they'll finally exactly. like, start dating. That'd be cool. Give me, give me one of them short stories, Christy Golden. That'd be fun. I like that. I'd read that. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good. Any, any other theories, guesses, right? For for all eleven O, right? What's the what's the first raid gonna be like? <laughs> I, have no, no I don't idea. know. <laughs> I am not a writer. Uh, I mean, probably not Avalorn yet. Maybe. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're thinking that like 11 is going to pri- primarily take place in Avalorn. All right. We're not going to. Because the other option is, oh, it's the world revamp. Like there's, there's, you know, people speculating about that. Oh, world revamp, world revamp. My guess is it would be Evalorn is where a lot of this kind of stuff is going to be taking place, especially with the the whole idea of there being a fifth old god on the other continent. I'm thinking that it's probably like it, coming up with the first raid is always like, especially the first raid is is frequently challenging because it's yeah. frequently at a left field. Right, I, it's easier to come up with the last raid than the first yes, raid. Yes, this is this is very true. <laughs> For example, Wrath of the Lich King. Oh, we're probably going to where he was sitting at the freaking spire at the end of the the freaking cinematic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We're gonna go kill him, Arthas, and that's what we're gonna deal with. That's that's the yeah, that's the last one. Well, what's the first one? Sarth three Drakes. <laughs> right. Wait, what? What's that? <laughs> yeah, like, see, it's hard to come up with. Oh, Naxxramas. Naxxramas is coming back. Okay. Well, okay, I guess. They're just bringing it back? All right. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> I guess no no one really saw it. So, all right. Reused assets, though. Feels a little lazy. A little lazy, Blizz. It's kind of fun, though. I like it. And then Malagos. Who saw Malagos coming? People who read a, a manga, probably. But that was about it. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I got I got nothing. I, I have no clue what the first rage is going to be. <laughs> I was just asking for funsies. Maybe I have an idea. <laughs> maybe it's uh, maybe it's like freehold, but it's not free. You know, it's like it's like sold hold or something like I don't know, like expensive hold, uh, something like that. Uh, so it's piratey themed, right? You gotta deal with the. Hey man, it's stupid, but if it gives me my infinite pirate dragon, then yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, that yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with it. It'll be like a weird pirate thing, where. I mean, maybe if because if that's how we get to the other side is well, honestly, like if I were to make a guess, we would probably like the first raid is probably going to be dealing with or or a dungeon. It could be, it could be there is probably going to be something along the lines of so you know how in the book the Night Squall or, or one of the books, one of the books, I think it was the yeah, it was the it was the freaking status report that Odin got where it was like please stop sending people to Avalorn. Right. Probably mm-hmm. learn more about the not dwarves, but dwarves, right? 
Um, yeah. And maybe we'll figure out, maybe there's like some blockade kind of thing or whatever, some big defense thing where we have to, I don't know, some type of thing like that where we have to, I don't know, break through, you know, it's a raid. You gotta, you gotta break stuff so that we can it's a raid you gotta break stuff so we can set up shop <laughs> as you do <laughs> yeah because it's like oh well these not dwarves uh are kind of like in charge here um the you know the the cause not cause something um i don't know i'm just going i'm going off of memory from this thing i just know they're not dwarves but they like to use cause <laughs> cause Lauren or something i don't know <laughs> and it's probably going to be something along the lines of like these people uh, on this other other side they, they don't like us and then we gotta like we go in there and we bust them up and then maybe they're like okay you guys are alright now okay we'll let you in because we can't turn you away because <laughs> I don't know some along those lines it would be something something like that with like oh these guys I don't know it's kind of like in World of Draenor where it's like oh you gotta go to Heimel defeat the ogres right. and we're like oh, oh ogres Heimel. yeah so we're gonna go to the the seed of the dwarves uh, or not dwarves sorry the not dwarves um, <laughs> and they go mess with that because they were like like everyone else was like oh okay you guys are outsiders you're not like the titan keepers sending their titan folks you're just you're mortals so they probably let us in but then the, the not dwarves were like no kill them all so we got to deal with them so it's probably going to be something weird like that uh, and yeah it's going to be a first raid and I swear to god if that's real I'm going to flip my shit. Because <laughs> I am just making this up as I go. Uh, nice. Uh, I'm gonna, so timestamp, uh, what is this? Uh, around an hour 14 into this episode of episode one. <laughs> if we fight not dwarves in this first uh, raid on Avaloran, <laughs> swear to God. Stevie D, I didn't, you didn't tell me. Just, just you'd come on the show and be like, I didn't tell him anything. He just guessed. <laughs> <laughs> all right so there you go that's what we got all right all right here we go here we go here we go we're gonna play a little game here we're gonna play a little game before before we play our game we gotta we gotta answer the, the question who or what do you think is gonna play the role of garrosh or goldan to lead us in to the next expansion well, I thought it was going to be Ritacron. But if it's 10 3, it makes sense that he would possibly be killed in that. Doesn't have to be a 10 3. Maybe it could be a Ritacron. But you don't like that idea, so you're going to say Ritacron's dead. <laughs> I mean, it. I, I'm going to stick with what my one of my one of my many original thoughts were in that, say, we get Ritacron to almost almost dead. And then he's like, brah. The power of the soul. Now that it's avoiding Galakrondi. And then like takes that energy and then revives and then flies away. And then that's how that takes us into 11 Alright, alright. So we're we just gonna kill him like on a random quest, like that's what happened with Garrosh. Thrall's gonna be like, I'm sad now. <laughs> no, he'll be involved in the first raid somehow. With the not dwarves? With the not dwarves, but he'll get killed early on or something, maybe. I don't know. Okay. I mean, gold sure. air lasts until the <laughs> night hold, so. Yeah, sure. I mean, he might last for a while, especially if he goes off into hiding. 
or something. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, we had the we had the Emerald Nightmare in Legion. The, so I know that was the first one. Was the Nighthold yeah. the second one? I think the Nighthold was the second one, right? Second raid? Yes. Okay. And then the third one was, I don't remember. <laughs> Tomb of Sargeras. Tomb of Sargeras. Yeah, and then Tomb of Sargeras yep. was, and then it was And then Antorus. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. We, we don't, he doesn't have to be part of the, the not dwarves. He could be part of the... True. He could be something later. He could be in the second raid. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So you're gonna, who do you think is going to lead us? Oh, I'm going Zaltath. I'm going Zaltath. You're going Zaltath all the way? I mean, I, 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 as a priest, I would be okay with that. Yeah. Even if a Ritacron is there with her still, like like if there is no 10-3, because my, my idea works with either one. True, it does. Yeah. Yeah, I like the idea of it being Zalatath, um, and Zalatath is there during the fight for ten, during ten three, and Zalatath then takes the the thing, and goes, well, see ya. <laughs> that was fun. Feels a killing blow. Kill, kill steals. Yeah, but whatever. But I'm going Zalatath. Yeah. I like I like the idea okay. of it being Zalatath. I'm kind of bored with that. Only Zalatath's awesome. I like Zalatath. Zalatath's fun. Right. All right. So we we've got that answer. So. Big bad. Who's the big bad for the actual expansion itself? Like on the like if you were to put a big bad guy on the box, who would it be? That is a good question. Part of me wonders if it could be an Ashara or a Zalatath. Or maybe actually uh, but would that be in the box though? Doesn't have to be on the box. It's just like kill Jaden wasn't on the Burning Crusade. Right. Cause it might it might be the fifth old god. That's who I'm thinking it is, too. <laughs> I'm thinking yeah, it's the fifth one. I feel guy. like that would make more sense than a Zalatath or a Ashara. Yeah, I think even if Ashara does show herself in this in this uh, expansion, which she probably will. At some point. I don't think she's going to die. Yeah, I don't think she's going to be like the, the, the third or second or third raid, like end boss, like she was in Battle for Azeroth. I think she's going to stick around. I don't know. I don't know. I know I'm going I'm going the fifth old god whatever that is so yeah we're in agreement there all right you got a theme you got a theme for for the expansion I went into this episode thinking it was going to be some kind of mix of pirates and elementals and now through discussing this I do kind of wonder if it's going to be void versus light starting out a little more piratey feeling sure it's like Battle but for Azeroth was like, light. let's kill each other. And there was all God. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm, I'm totally going Void v. Light, but that's yeah. completely obvious from everything we've talked about. All right, what characters are making a comeback? Velen, it's time. He's on that been on that bench for too long. Okay. And he, he has some grieving to deal with. I get it. I respect it. It's time for him to get back into action. Okay, so he's going to play a, a big role or is he going to be like Cadgar at the beginning of this expansion where he's like, hey guys, I'm here, and then he disappears? Good question. I think he, I don't think it's going to be a, and on one hand, like he was such a big focus, especially towards the end of Legion. Yeah, on Taurus, yeah. But that was also kind of a while ago, so I don't know if he'll be like a big, big role, but I think he'll be a pretty decently sized role. Okay. 
So, all right, all right, okay. I can see it. If it is Void versus Light, I can see Anto and coming back. I can see Torellian and Hilaria being involved. Yeah. I'm definitely thinking now that we kind of like figured it out and we're like, oh, with the Light Horty. Definitely think Lady Leadrin would be playing a role. For sure. For sure. So let me see. Uh, is there anyone else? I don't think Sylvanas is coming back yet. That just doesn't no. doesn't feel it, no. Doesn't feel right. They they used her for so long for story that I I don't want them to bring her back. Yeah, totally agree. She's she can stay on the back burner. <laughs> yeah, it's too early, man. Too early. Yeah, especially when. The Sylvanas loyalist just got a little, little message. So. Yes, <laughs> right. So yeah, um, she's gotta go find Nathanos. It's fine. Okay. So, where will this take place? Will it be Avalorn, or will it be World Revamp, or something totally different? I think it'll be a little bit of both. I think it'll be Avalorn, but I think there'll also be a World Revamp, and we explore that too for various reasons. Yeah. So I'm. I'm with you there with a small caveat. So I think it is going to be an Avalorin with some world revamp. I think they're going to be doing it piecemeal over the course of the expansion. I like that. Right. Because okay. I don't yeah. I don't think they're going to go full cataclysm and remake everything. That's agreed. It's agreed. Just too much. Right. Yeah. Like Darkshore, they can stay the way it is. Like they already updated it. Right. Uh, Hydral probably needs a little bit of an uplift. Uh, and, and a, f- a few other areas like that. Uh, Westfall, can you can you fix that? Like, is torn- Does the tornado have to be there still? Come on. <laughs> right. Solithus, mm, what, what happened to the sword, right? So that's a thing. So I think that it's going to be a bit by bit when it makes sense to introduce uh, the yeah. parts of the story. To say, okay, here's we fix this up and not basically bite way more off than they could chew and do all bajillion zones at once. I think it would make more sense. Agreed. And I think, yeah, it's a good way to do that. I like it. All right. So what on the box feature will be advertised? So it's like dance studio or the garrison. I was going to say clearly a dance studio. Uh, <laughs> kind of like the artifact weapon, <laughs> dragon riding. Anything along those lines. It will be dragon riding everywhere. And that's not a new feature. That's just like, hey, guys. But dragon riding everywhere would be new. And I want it. (laughs) I guess technically they did do that with the old world revamp with Cataclysm because they were like flying in the old world. Right. Because that's that was one of the big things for that. And so, I mean, honestly, I think that's why they they decided to do the world revamp is because every single time you went back to Eastern Kingdoms and Kalimdor, you couldn't fly anymore. <laughs> and everyone was like, right. this is dumb. I wonder now this is something that gets mentioned like every expansion announcement. Will there be player housing? No. And it's the safest <sighs> bet. I mean, probably not. But I mean, it's something that they're looking at and considering, but there's a lot to it. But I also know they make a lot of people happy with it if it's done well. I don't know if it's time yet, though, for that. Yeah. The only thing that I could think of as a because obviously I'm not going to I don't know. Here, I'll I'll, I'll give you one that 
is not real, but I'm going to give it to you anyways because it's you, Allie, and I think this would be cool. You get your own pirate ship. Get your own Yeah. Boat. So that's going to be... Do I get to customize it? Yeah, that'll, maybe that'll be your version of like player housing. Flag. I mean, if you yeah. think about it, that would be the probably the easiest way for them to do player housing without tearing up their lore and idea yeah. is that put you on a boat. Right, your boat goes... A, right I would be thrilled. B... My guild leader, Seraphis, has actually been, call- been calling for, like, guild ships for, like, a long time. Okay. If I remember right. Um, but, yeah, like, if it was, like, player housing, but, like, boat style, I'd be on board. Okay. L- literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only other, like, big feature that I think that they, they may actually advertise is any race can be any class. Yeah, I think we're just about there. Yeah, it feels like, I mean, especially with, like, bringing in the Eridar as, like, you can do it now be, you know, red-toned Draenei. Right. It feels like they're going to say, they're basically going to say, all of the different classes have been commingling with, amongst each other. Yeah. Long enough that there's, there's really no reason why anyone can't be anything. I mean, didn't yeah. we recently get Torin rogues? <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was like yeah, a, I think it's time. It was yeah. like a friggin' meme for a long time, the Torrid Rogue, right? Like, so, because yeah, that's that's weird. But so yeah, I think that's the that's probably gonna be it. So uh, all of you blood elves out there that have always wanted to be a blood elf druid, get ready. You could be a blood <laughs> elf druid. That would be cool. All right. So first ones. Are we actually learning more about them, or is it just gonna be another book going? Don't tell them about the first ones. I think if we're doing a Void versus Light thing, I think we will get snippets of first ones, just enough to wet the whistle, if you will, but also just enough to piss us off because it's going to be hardly anything. Yeah. And we're going to be like, but tell us more. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I kind of agree with that. I think it's going to be a whole <laughs> bunch of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of my thought. All right. Titans, they're showing up. Right, Riddicron, he wants a showdown. Is he getting it? That's a good question. I've actually kind of wondered if they were going to show up at all, even in Dragonflight, because of all this, oh, death to the Titans, rah, rah, rah. Like, I'm sure they've heard about it by now. Like, are, are they going to do a thing about it, or are they just going to let the Primalists or the Incarnates, you know, throw their temper tantrum? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Maybe. What do you think? I'm thinking no, no, I don't think they will be okay. showing up. Um, that's just that's just me. If they do show up, I'm not going to be surprised. Obviously, I put the question in here. I'm not going to be like oh, the Titans. They showed up. Oh, <laughs> we already played through Legion. It's not that surprising anymore. Uh, right. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it would be really cool if, if uh, Riddick Ground got a showdown. And I also think it would be a really funny ending if they just showed up and went. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then Ericron is all like, oh, I have the power of Galakron. And I am like, and Amantul shows up like in his full force and goes, I pulled an old god out of this planet. What do you think I'm going <laughs> to do to you, bro? Right. Like, come come at me, bro. He's going to be like, Meow. I'm like picturing like literally like this little tiny gnat that just like, <laughs> like bouncing off of him. <laughs> I like it. Although at the same time, I mean, Braxigar was like, take that, Sargeras. Pew. 
<laughs> True. True. Maybe Alan Tool's gonna be like, ooh, kind of stings. And then kills him. <laughs> <laughs> right. That would be kind of funny. All right. So those are all the questions that I have. Do you have any final ideas, thoughts with this fun little, is there a 10-3? What, what's going to happen 11.0 episode? I think I've said everything already. All right. At this point, I'm just eagerly awaiting uh, an official date for 10.2 to come out. I'm waiting for BlizzCon. I'm waiting for you and I to talk about BlizzCon while we're at BlizzCon. I'm just, I'm just ready for the next couple months. Yeah, and, and uh, all that will happen. Sadly, we're probably not going to see um, a, a release date uh, anytime soon. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll probably learn what the release date is, and it's probably going to be like very late October, early November, because well, they're still doing raid testing all the way up into like mid-October, so... Yes, yeah, and I had not heard about that yet because I've been kind of avoiding social media, which has been a lovely break, but that also means I miss news like that. But that means, honestly, they're going to have to consider Race to World first and BlizzCon. They're going to want that race to finish before BlizzCon if they're going to release it before BlizzCon. Yeah, and I don't think that they're going to do that. I think they're probably going to release it after BlizzCon. Probably. Yeah, that is my guess. Because that would be very awkward and very cumbersome for the entire team. So It makes for a little bit of a longer patch. A smidge. Than we've had this expansion so far. I don't know. It feels like we just got 10.17. But it's a point seven. They're not meant to be big patches. Yeah, but I'm just saying. They're not meant to last long either. Uh. Like right now, it's those kind of new, but by, by you know, it within a couple of weeks, we'll be like, okay, well, where's the I, next guess one? I guess we're just spoiled because it's like October is like literally here already, right? Gotta wait one more month, basically. I mean, I'm okay with it because I have games I want to go play <laughs> and other things I want to do in Worldcraft, so I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm fine with it too, so. I think that's where we will leave it. So thank you very much for listening, everyone. But Allie's got another job to do. I do. I do indeed. We have some patrons to thank. That's right. It's part of the show where we like to say a quick thank you to all the patrons that support us and keep the show going. If you'd like to join the ranks and support the show, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash live laugh lore. And we actually have new patrons. Boom. One's new. (laughs) Beautiful. One's new. One is a return. So Marjo. Hello, Marjo. Marjo is back. Welcome back. So glad you are. And Nick. Hello, Bray. Thank you. Appreciate it. You guys are awesome. I said that wrong. I'm sorry. But welcome, Nick, to the to the page. And not only is Nick a new patron, he's a top patron. Yep. Because... Every episode, we like to give a special thank you to our top patrons. While we do appreciate all the patrons, thank you all so very much. Top patrons. So we got Nick. Hello, hello, Bray. Hello, Bray. That's kind of fun to say. Hello, Bray. It's probably totally wrong and I'm butchering it. You're probably laughing at me right now, but thank you, Nick. <laughs> we appreciate you. Craig L. Hello, buddy. Marjo, back from Beyond the Veil and now in Technicolor. <laughs> TM. According to Marjo. TM. TM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very specifically TM in there. <laughs> we got Ickis. Hello, Ickis. 
We got Nadune. Thank you, Nadune. We got Mud. Mud's cheering on Jin here with the with the marathon. As is a lot of people in the Discord. We got a great Discord. You should join it if you're not in it. We have a far dawn. He updated his we name. We have he did. I was like, oh, oh, that's a new name on this yeah, list. That's a new name. Uh, I just that. <laughs> yeah. We got Dungeon Master Burke. <laughs> Hi, buddy. He gets to see a race. He does. He's gonna he's gonna yep. watch me race. It's gonna be good. Yep. Yep. And we got Mike Smith. Thank you, Mike. You are wonderful. Thank you, all all the patrons, all the top patrons. You all are wonderful, and we appreciate you very much. And hopefully, you like the Patreon thing we just put out. We got some we got some more cool stuff planned. So yeah, yeah. So, so, so I'd say stay tuned. But I mean, that's what you're gonna do anyway. So <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. I mean, I don't want to assume, but hopefully. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, patrons. You all rock every single one of you. But now we're gonna do this stories. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. All right, so every episode we like to end it with a nice positive story, and I thought this was just too cool to share. Or not to share. Too cool not to share. There you go. (laughs) So I have been a fan of Lego since about 1980-something. I don't know. Probably not. Me too. Five. No. Five. No. Five would be too early because I wouldn't have consciousness yet. Uh, pretty much, basically, as soon as I gained consciousness, so I started playing with the things. I even started with the Duplos. The Duplos. Uh, and it's awesome to learn that LEGO, as a company, keeps giving me reasons to be a fan. Beginning in 2020, LEGO started creating Braille Bricks and offering it free of charge by LEGO to organizations specializing in education for children with vision impairment. Well... As of September 1st of this year, you can pick up your own box of either English or French Braille bricks, and Italian, German, and Spanish will be coming available early 2024. And we're just going to wrap it up with a little adorable story of some kids playing with the Braille bricks. So check it out. Olivia lost her vision at such a young age. The whole way that she's learned about the whole world, essentially, is through sensory touch. Lisa. Do you want to find your name in the bricks? Olivia. Hello. She was first introduced to Lego Braille Bricks in her class at school. I think I normally use Braille normally in my books and at school. I started it in reception and my, my Braille um, teacher taught it to me. The fact that we've now have that home has just changed everything. The family's playing with the Lego Braille Bricks and associated online play starters on a tablet. Rock, paper, scissors. Who's going to win, Olivia? Three, go! You can see they're just both as engaged as each other, and that's the main thing. It brings a a typical game into the household that's got something accessible for her without making it so different. Learning the language, which makes her feel just the same as every other child. What have we got here, Abby? We got A1, B2, C3. My kids have only known me without sight, but to them, I don't think they realise that I can't see because I can hear so well. Build a wall around the hand using bricks with three or more studs. How many dots do we need? Three or more. Three dots or more. Oh, I can try it, you're moving your hand. They don't see me differently to how I think their friends see their parents. Ah! I lost my sight 11 years ago. 
Nobody really mentioned Braille. They said, well, Braille is very old-fashioned, I bet. Technology's kind of replaced it. You've got audio books, you've got audio CDs, all of these things. I don't want to put headphones in because I kind of need to, to listen out for things, but to have a stack of pages on my lap, literally running my fingers across it, it's life-changing for me. I love Lego Braille books because they just help you learn. I've taught my sisters some Braille. Feels good because they didn't know it before I started teaching them. And I'm looking forward to learning with my mum, my nana, my dog. Amanda. <laughs> Reese's got a genetic disorder called optic atrophy. Over time, as our eyes deteriorate, Reese's deteriorate at a rapid rate. With Braille, now when I'm older, I'll still be able to read and write and get my family involved and do secret messages for them. It's just amazing to see the potential that can come from these little dots and how much it can change someone like Reese's life. Ding, dong, ooh, meh, <laughs> is that it? Braille itself is quite a challenging thing to learn if it's just on a piece of paper. With the Lego Braille bricks, the children, they can all learn in an amazing way. As a vision impaired parent, I try and teach them Braille because they obviously want to learn as well. Curiosity at that young age is great and we kind of want to tap into that. The thing with Lego Braille bricks, they're colourful, they look like Lego bricks, they work like Lego bricks, but yet through play, they kind of learn and pick up the little dots. We can lose hours of the day just sitting there with a bucket of Lego bricks, just making things. But if you're learning at the same time, I think that's just a win-win. There you go, bringing Lego Braille bricks. Kind of makes me want to pick them up, that kind of sounds cool. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I, I honestly didn't even know that was a thing, so that's fantastic. Yeah, I didn't know it was a thing either until I was obviously doing research for the show and I came across it and I was like, oh, you can buy them now. So yeah, they are a little tiny pricey, but hey, they're pretty cool. They're, I mean, Legos are pricey. <laughs> if, you, if you're into Legos, you know they're kind Oof, of pricey. Yeah, they, <laughs> hmm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they are, I believe is 79 US, uh, 79.99, so basically 80 bucks if you would like to pick up an entire pack of English Braille bricks. So there you go. And that is where we're going to leave it. Fine, folks, as we get out of here and pretend that we know what is coming in 11 and all that stuff. Because we know things, and we're smart. We know so many things. Like, all the things. All the things. Like, we're going to have a raid with not dwarves. Can't remember. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to Live, Laugh, Lore. If you have a topic or a question you'd like us to discuss, send us an email at livelaughlorecast at gmail.com. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash livelaughlore, and you can keep the show going for as little as a dollar an episode. You can watch Ali live on Twitch Sunday nights over at twitch.tv slash and you can watch Jin Monday nights at twitch.tv slash joint. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jin on Twitter at Jin's Joint, and you can follow Ali at Ali Anders K. Meanwhile, be kind and take care.